Why are there pieces of a coat hanger on the floor? I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> it doesn't look good. <laughs> next to a hammer. Yeah, next to a hammer. A and ball just, peen hammer, to be precise. And pieces of a hanger, a wire hanger that's been cut. Why the fuck did I cut a coat hanger? What was I doing? I'd like to ask why you left it in the middle of the floor. Well, but that's because I'm a fucking That's idiot. just because that's how you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not even when I as I sit here, I don't know how the cats even get through. What is wrong with you? Hi, guys. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we're a married couple. We are. You can probably <laughs> tell just from that beginning. The cats are fine. They're cats. They're wily. They're I can fine. get through. They can get through. What are you looking at? I don't know. Did you see a spider? No, I'm. You have history of murdering spiders on this show. Yeah, but we saw a tick recently, as and recently that was yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, or the day before. Uh, the day before. Uh, so I've been hebus jeebusing out ever since that. That's a good term, hebus jeebusing. I like saying hebus jeebus as well as hebe jeebies. Hebe jeebus. Hebe jeebies. I got the hebus jeebus. Oh, Dracul, Dracul. So, um, yeah, um, we are, we just, we like different things and we like to share them with each other. And this week is a really big example of that. A big example of, uh. Our differences? Yeah. I would say so. Um, I, I've gotta say, I was tipsy when I gave this to you. And I have said to myself multiple times this week, as well as to you at least once, that I can't believe I gave this to you. <laughs> I can't believe I gave this to you. I had been, I mean, it's been on my list. It's something I thought I would give you like way down the line. Uh, at, at, but I thought, I guess I would just get it out of the way. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know why I gave it to you aside from being tipsy. Because I can't say that I've regretted it all week, but my my chest has been tight. And I know that you haven't been listening to it a lot. You don't you, know these things. You know nothing. I'm just giving you shit. I know you haven't listened to it as much as you would normally listen to an album. I think you'll be surprised. I'll give you a little hint. I've listened to it 17 times. There's no, you've never listened to anything 17 times. <laughs> Nothing that you like. And actually, when it's something that you like, you probably listen I'll to it less. To it the least, yeah. But it depends because if it's high energy, you might play it during work or something. So maybe, but or, I have my mindset usually when it's my stuff is I've heard it a lot and I don't, it's just in my brain. It's just there. Yeah. Unless it's been one I haven't heard in a long time, which I think I'm going to start diving into the. The teenage years, like the 13-year-old, uh -huh. where I don't really remember. Well, and that's kind of part of this, because and it was a l maybe right at the beginning of being a teenager. Maybe when you got right into before. Miss Carrie? It would have been right before, because oh. I would have been... That's uh, fine. Oh, people they didn't read. read the episode title. <laughs> people can read. <laughs> um, well, I've always, ever since I've heard her, known of her, I've liked her. But I started really getting into her, I would say, in middle school, maybe like sixth grade. And then definitely into high school, loved her, but always loved the earlier stuff more, uh, as people often do. 
Um, but I would definitely say Mariah Carey is fucking huge for me. Absolutely huge for me as someone who has always loved singing. Uh, I have always viewed Mariah Carey's voice as being very, very good, especially back in the day. She had flawless transitions and granted she had quite a lot of transitions. <laughs> I understand. Is that called something when they do that? Uh, just runs. Runs for those who don't know what we're talking about. How would you explain it? I call I've been calling it the Christina Aguilera. It's called for a years. run. It's called a run. Okay, but it's the Yeah. And you call it the Christina Aguilera who was actually Influenced heavily by Mariah yeah. Carey. It is no longer called the Christina Aguilera. Oh, it's the Mariah, baby. It's now the Mariah. The Mariah. You're doing, you're doing the Mariah Carey Unplugged. Oh, we listened <laughs> to Mariah Carey Unplugged, and we just watched it. That was part of it. We literally just we watched it. We just watched it. Watched it. Uh, Sam has never seen it, guaranteed. Um, Once again, you don't know anything. I've seen this at least 17 times. Well, there's a vein. I feel like, okay, there are people when they get mad, they have a vein that pops out of their forehead. I feel like it's your shit vein because when you're talking shit and you're playing games, like right now, you have the shit vein. It's popping out of the middle of your forehead. Really? Yes. Where is that? Am I touching it? Yeah, it goes right, right across the middle. There may as well be another one fucking sideways and just turn into a cross upside down on your forehead. You devil bastard. So I grew up loving Mariah Carey. I grew up loving her voice. I wanted to be her. I would have given everything to have her voice and even probably have her face. Um, not necessarily, but for sure, for sure, more than anything, I wanted her voice. Why'd you have to do the unnecessary dig on her looks? I don't have any digs on her looks. I'm just saying I wasn't like obsessed with how she looked. You're, I was obsessed with how she sounds. You're stressing that it was the sound above all. It wasn't about like, like I loved her, but it wasn't even about like her as much as it was her talent. And I would like watch everything I could about her, but I've always, I've always known she's always someone that I've taken with a grain of salt because she's someone who I believe has a lot of talent Again, maybe kind of overdoes things sometimes. Um, but to me, for someone who, I mean, she's she's biracial, white mom, black dad. I did not know that. You didn't? No. Okay. So that's, she, a, that's new for Sam. Okay. So Not that it matters, but. But she looks more white, for yeah, sure. So I would never say that she had any. She looks way more white. And I just felt kind of like it was able to identify with more i've always loved black singers as well but i mean she's very very light skinned she definitely took more after her mother when it comes to skin tone and uh yeah i just wanted to be her i knew i could never sound like a black woman but like mariah rides the line of sounding like she can like do what a black lady can do, which I hate. I mean, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. having that soul, but it comes out of almost like a whiter sound. Like it almost has like a more polished white sound. But then you have the whole thing of her husband who was controlling everything and he nitpicked everything. 
So, I mean, you have that as well. He was very tightly control of her career and then eventually her. And, like, she couldn't leave the house and shit like that. And he controlled, like, what she wore and... He didn't like when she would start making more R&B music and they had a tumultuous fucking divorce. You don't know anything about this? Yeah, but I just have no... I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. You just started talking about Mariah in this... I don't know. What was the... <laughs> I was just trying to remember what the point was. I f- I'm sorry. I don't really remember either. <laughs> I was like, how did we get to Mariah's husband? But no, I remember something... When we were watching it earlier, you were like, Walter, this Walter guy, right? Yeah, there's a... Walt- I thought maybe that was the husband. Because no, he's... I thought maybe, like, everything else, or not everything else, like, Celine Dion, isn't her husband much older? Yeah, he's dead now, which okay. is probably what well, happens. I th- I th- is that what... Did Mariah Carey have that? He was older, too? yeah. Okay, so it is this... But it's mm-hmm. not that Walter guy. Correct. So that's why when we saw it, she was very, like... Because we did watch it, so it's nice to have some visual to a live album as well um even though it's a pretty short album um but you because it was like a half an hour special i think on mtv or something like that it seemed very short maybe an hour i don't know the album is very short but um god i keep forgetting what i'm saying here (laughs) i know she did work with this walter guy not her husband yeah but that's not the husband but she was yeah she was a lot squeakier cleanier uh cleanier that's a word i did that on purpose uh just squeaky clean more in the beginning packaged more for a general audience yes very pop very uh you know yeah just radio friendly yeah when mariah first came out i remember like the bubbly girl that was just like I'm innocent, and I hit high notes. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, look at me run in a field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what I remember. The first yeah. memory of Mariah Cara. Mariah Cara. I called her Mariah Cara. Mariah Cara. But yeah. So now I don't remember what my point was. That you first, your introduction to her was that she was more innocent. Yes. And then she had this revolution in her career when she divorced her husband. That she changed and became way more provocative. I mean, she was interested in like R&B and stuff and always wanted to go more in that direction. Or as I call it, the era of when <clears throat> Sam was finally interested in Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> when she started uh, dressing a lot uh, lighter, you could say. Lighter? Lighter. I call it showing them legs. And uh, having, yeah, definitely. Having videos where she like was wet running on the beach and <laughs> diving in. There's a, there's a video specifically that like came out, but we're way before this. Way before. So what year did this come out? This, this album? was uh, in June of 1992. Okay. She had just released her second album. There was criticism because she had not toured. And I guess she was kind of concerned with like what the travel would do and like how it would strain her and tire her and that she wouldn't be able to perform. And I know her husband was also very strict about the things that he would allow her to do. Yeah. And he wanted uh, things to be so polished that he actually had her overdub things for the album that they put out of this EP. Okay, so... This this MTV Unplugged, that he made Uh. her overdub things, even though, like... She so, did fine. Like did there's the, nothing wrong. Is with the that. one that we watched, the non-dubbed one, 
Or did they dub I that think, too? I think and it may have away? all have been overdubbed just to make things a little clearer. If yeah. he felt like her voice wasn't maybe strong enough, he would make her. Yeah, he was very like about everything. That's kind of shitty. Which I mean, like, is good, but like, it made her <clears throat> super insecure. Like, she wasn't good enough, and she at the time. I mean, I feel like she definitely has vocal damage over time. Of, uh, but she, uh, her voice was fucking crazy and um it kind of sucks to have someone make you feel insecure because you might not like her voice you might not like her music but i'm saying this generally not to you jesus christ i'm so full of air i'm like a balloon you're a goddamn windbag let me tell you (laughs) definitely um god damn it wow the wind is taking my breath and my goddamn brain away. (laughs) I'm just being milked. You're talking about the controlling husband and to still have such talent. But she, so she didn't tour. And she had done some TV performances here and there, but there was... Those are all very controlled, though. Those would be... All very controlled. especially if this guy is super controlling. I'm imagining Macaulay Culkin's dad, but... Mariah Carey. Well, there's a whole thing because she was still under contract with him for two more albums after they got a divorce. Oh, really? So he would like, she would ask, she would like put a request in to like sample a song. He used, he, cause there's a whole like Mariah Carey versus Jennifer Lopez thing. Like, really? I don't like, cause people will be like, what do you think of Jennifer Lopez? And she'll be like, I don't know her. And it's this whole thing where she like shades her, but she's like, I don't technically really know her, like as a person. So I say I don't know her, whatever. Uh-huh. Even though they they briefly like met, whatever. Okay. So when Jennifer Lopez did Selena, her ex Mariah's soon to be ex husband, it was in the the divorce was happening, wanted to make Jennifer Lopez a music star. So he fucking put everything he had into her. So there are specific times where people have called it out where she requested something. And then like a month later, like she got the okay, but there's this new Jennifer Lopez song that has that hook. So then Mariah has to like change her shit that she's had planned already and stuff because he was trying to sabotage his ex-wife and use Jennifer Lopez. So that guy did work with Jennifer Lopez. You said he wanted to, but he did do that. He's responsible for Jennifer Lopez's music career? Yes. Okay. Wow. But he, I'm just saying he saw her in Selena and was like I want to I want to like make this my I next need person. You. So Is he, he still alive? Yes. What's his name? Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola? He's actually someone Sounds like a fucking scumbag. He's someone who Michael Jackson actually spoke out against as well saying that he was racist and would say the n-word and stuff like that like oh yeah tommy matola is saying the n-word for sure <laughs> um, hey, tommy matola i can say what i want so uh yeah just- pasta <laughs> <laughs> so at this time very polished um very again just radio friendly uh, two albums. She wanted to prove that she wasn't just a manufactured studio mu- musician. So she uh, booked MTV Unplugged to uh, kind of tell people to fuck off. Showcase. She, she has. Uh, she does have talent beyond that, and she actually tours pretty regularly now. But um, this specific special changed 
her life. I guess the MTV would show because the, their MTV unplugs always became albums. They would always release them also as a live EP. As far as I know, at least I the big ones. So I'm not going to say that all of them were, but I'd say the major ones but, definitely. But I know since this only has seven tracks, it was sold at a discounted price. Oh, really? Yes, it was cheaper. Huh? I'm surprised they wouldn't stay the same and be like, no, the quality's still. She was 1999 still 1999 worth new. But it was ninety two when it so came out. So she's new. How what, how many albums are out? Two. She's had Second two. Second one was just put just out. Released. She has not toured. So this was to shut critics up. And uh, I've talked about it quite a bit. Let's go ahead. Let's and start uh, Mariah Carey MTV Unplugged. Good God! Start with emotions. Her voice is butter to me my sister and I have always been divided over this she hates Mariah Carey really and always has and says her voice is shit she can't sing well come on she may have just been doing it to rub it in but she'd always say like she's ugly and oh yeah pretty much like the opposite of everything that I would say she was just doing that to get on your nerves I think so and jealous because at this time like when we watched this Mariah Carey was adorable she was young fresh face she wasn't crazy and i don't mean that in like a mentally whatever because she is bipolar oh yeah she looks young dumb and ready for cum <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but she um definitely became someone much more considered just like wild and she likes to drink she wasn't like that at all she didn't drink well the shit. husband wouldn't have let that happen can, right no he's probably it scared she was gonna voice. fuck somebody too like he probably just realized she was going to learn the world. He got this little girl. Exactly, exactly. She was like 18 when she signed with him, so she was young. And he was already fucking her, right? At 18? 17? No. She's actually kind of... She's known for... I mean, she's supposedly whatever. Abstinence Supposedly does stuff? stuff, but she is an abstinent person, I guess. Because like, she married Nick Cannon, and they had kids, and they were abstinent until they got married. Huh. And he, like, would talk about it in interviews and shit. He's like, my balls are the size of cantaloupes right now. <laughs> I watch old Mariah Carey videos on Vivo. And I stay in the den and I say, hold on, honey, I'll be there in five minutes. So this was uh. her, oh my God, this was her first single from her second album. So this was definitely also to promote her second album that had just come out. And she does a lot of this. Whew. And I mean, so, okay. That makes a chill go up my spine. And everyone, Very talented, though. It's crazy. Everyone has their opinion about that. And I get it. It's fucking polarizing. And I don't necessarily love it. Uh, I think it's overused for sure. But the fact that she can do it and that she can, like, flawlessly transition the way yeah. that she does. Yeah. It, it looks like she's doing nothing. Like, she's not doesn't uh-huh. have to work at all. Yeah. It's insane. You watched the video when we were watching earlier. I was kind of, like, waiting for that moment to see if, you know, most people would, like. like she was working. Yeah, most people would, like, brace for it and, like, kind of mm-hmm. just go. It looked like she was just at karaoke just singing, like. I'm just doing it normal and all of a sudden that note just came out of her mouth. And only like the other two in this song, she put her, like her, uh, did the finger up to the ear trick. Yeah, I'm like, so she can hear it. So she can hear it. Yeah, it's crazy. Your sister was wrong. 
It's amazing Anybody that you can that control that, though. That's insanely control. I can, I can barely control talking in a regular register, let alone going... Well, I mean, like, to be able to do even, like, to hit all of the notes that she can, to do, like, runs in the whistle register. Oh, yeah. Like she's getting ready to do, which is what that's actually called. It's called the whistle register because it's a whistle form of singing. That's nuts. And you might hate how it sounds. I get it. It's not something you wouldn't you wouldn't put this on and jam to it and be like, yeah, listen to that fucking <laughs> just like a bunch of high notes constantly, but still. Um, she's trying you, to make a name for herself. If, I was gonna say if you could do it, you would do it. Why yeah. would you hold that back? I would do it all the time. I'd just be hanging out. I'd be like at a restaurant like, hey, can you give me that drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating because there are things that I want to like sing along to and I can't. That's kind of the thing that drives me the cannot. craziest is that like, I yeah. And I know that like, because you said that everyone has the ability to have multiple octave ranges because Mariah Carey is known... To have five, which is a huge range. Yeah. Uh, I Most people can't access it. And I don't know no. if her mother being... Because her dad wasn't really around. So she was mostly raised by her mother, who was an opera singer, a trained opera singer. So I assume that her mother... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Mariah just loved to sing and just absorbed everything that her mom taught her. So I assume that comes... From learn, I mean, learning how to control that and do it so flawlessly, she had to have learned it young, and Absolutely. it had to have been something that her mom taught her. I feel like that's not something that you just learn. <clears throat> no, her mom probably taught her how to breathe. Like she probably breathes like a vocalist all day, not just while singing, but mm -hmm. like talks like a vocalist. Like most people talk from their throat. She's the type of person who I guaranteed her whole life talked as if she was singing you know it's mm -hmm. all breath control she never it, and she was guaranteed. definitely much shyer as we saw in the uh-huh when i first listened to it well. i could hear it mm -hmm. especially when she later and she's like you know i've never done anything like this in her michael jackson voice <laughs> and uh on this you could see it like mm -hmm. she'd do moves and you could tell she was kind of like self-conscious about the move she just did she gets more comfortable as it goes on, yeah. but you can tell it's yeah. it's de definitely not like super in her element. Yeah. And there's actually a little point, and I don't know where it's at, but you could see it kind of break where she's like, just have a good time. just Because mm -hmm. if you're worried about it, your throat's going to clench up. and That's what happens to me. Blah, 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 blah. But while I'm talking about moves, I wanted to say this. There was one move she was doing. Oh, her? Okay. That she does. I thought you were going to talk about some That I see thing. you do. When you sing. It makes sense because I, I I feel like I cut my fucking teeth on trying to sing like Mariah Carey. Exactly. It's in why it was super interesting for me is because like, you know, being in bands with guys and singers, you see, you can tell You see where their influence who, who, comes the, from. who they're trying to be. They might not end up being that person, but you can tell in the beginning of their career they're definitely You've said emulating that about a Kelly Clarkson before, too, that you picked something up from her. Oh, really? But that's just going to happen. It's like mm -hmm. with everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's neat to see it in a different world where I'm used to seeing it as like some bravado, macho guy doing something in order, like something crazy. It's interesting to see it in a just a simple hand gesture. Do you remember what like, it was? Yeah, it's this stuff. 
It's like this. It's just the singing with this, the hands. It's this one double hand move that I've seen you do, like when you forget that you're in a room with me and you've actually let go for a second and you're singing and like the animals come up towards you. <laughs> I can summon animals <laughs> you, when we're practicing. Yeah, when you let go and it's just <laughs> in the moment and you start doing hand moments and you kind of forget I'm there and your eyes close and I can watch you and you don't even know I'm watching you. And then I realize you're watching me and then I start and getting the, so Yep, and then the hand movements stop <laughs> and then you clench up a little bit and then you might flub a line. But for a second there, I can see, and I saw it today in the doctor, I call it a documentary. In this MTV Unplugged, MTV Unplugged concert. I saw it today and it was adorable. Oh, wow. Because you're right. Mariah Carey is adorable in this. Yeah. She she's has, not. She looks innocent. She's not, she's like, not slutty. No, she's not like, she's cute. Mm-hmm. She's like, She's not like sexy. I mean, she's got a sexiness to her, but she's not like. Yeah, but she look just at looks her wholesome. You're not like sitting like, man, I want to fuck Mariah. She has Carey. black jeans and a like a leather jacket yeah. on, but she has like her natural curly hair still. And yeah, I like want to go buy her something from a store. I just, <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, I want to fuck her. <laughs> it's can I buy you something? Do you want shoes or something? A popsicle maybe? <laughs> All right, let's uh let's go on to the next song, which is uh if it's over. We're gonna do a song called If It's Over. That's what I just said. God damn it, Mariah, listen up. She wrote it with Carol King, that's a pretty big deal. I think this for your new second c- album. We're going behind the scenes here, but I think this new cable is awesome. I agree. Her fucking backup singers are awesome. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, she's got a very uh, what's the word? God damn it! What's the church sound? I would just say soulful, I soulful, guess. Soulful, but uh, ah, fuck, gospel. She's got a gospely sound oh, every once in a while. For? Yeah, gospel. Mariah. Okay. Yeah, she's got a gospel yeah, sound. She does. While. She does that like heavily on like her Christmas album that was really huge and shit. That would make like, sense. Really gospelly. That would make sense. Christmas. The song is so bluesy. I'm like the way I don't know. I may have used the wrong word, but I fucking love this song. No, it's it's got a very it's a laid back blues. A little bit of jazz. A little bit of roadhouse. I fucking love this shit. I, I feel so, I feel like embarrassed. And I think it's because of how you have chastised music that I like before. So it makes me like nervous. It makes me really nervous. And I think it's because I, I feel like, because I'm not stupid. Like I'm aware of things that are cheesy. I'm aware of the over singing. I'm aware of all of these things. So like, no matter how much I love it, even putting it up, on the line is scary because it means so fucking much to me. I used to spend every fucking night, every night in my room, door closed, music turned up, singing Mariah Carey for years, every fucking day of my life. For a chunk, for years. So like, it's hard. It's just, it's hard because I know that I know how polarizing she is now. I get it. She's this big diva. She's all like super, like showy and flashy and shit like that. And I, I get it. And I'm not saying for you, I'm just saying like in general, like across the board, like she changed. But like back in these earlier days, man, 
I'm her sure, voice was amazing to me. I'm sure a lot, a lot, a lot of people agree with you wholeheartedly. A lot more than you would think, too. And I don't hate her now. I, don't, I just don't... It doesn't grab you like this does. Oh, no. And I even... There are a few songs that I like off of her like latest album, but I, it's kind of embarrassing because the music itself is shit. I don't like the... She's definitely followed the trends. Kind of have to, though. You kind of have to evolve if you're going to be... A, if you're of that stature and you want to stay that relevant, then that, you kind of have to follow the trends. It's an unfortunate... Yeah. Thing, which is why if you t- tend to choose, sorry, I love it. That's the stuff that Christina Aguilera owes her everything for. <laughs> and not saying that Mariah Carey invented that. No, no. But it's literally. It sounds like Mariah Carey doing an impression of Christina Aguilera, but I know that Mariah Carey did it first. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you're just more used to Christina. So uh, yeah, I just know it as Christina. Of your age. Y- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I jerked off to Christina Aguilera videos way more than Mariah Carey videos. You've never jerked off to a Mariah Carey video, have I you? I don't think so. I don't have a very vivid memory of jerking off to a Mariah Carey video. I can't video. think that I you cannot would. say her fucking name. Mariah. Mariah Carey. She's on fire. She's on fire. By the way, I just wanted to do this weird Al. You have it! Yay! It's on hand! (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, we're just strolling through this album right now. Um, I think I. Do you want any of my opinions? I've given you no, like, real opinion of how I've thought of any of these songs. Well, that's up to you to give it. I'm not going to grill you. I'll say this while it is not my bag uh, so far, musically or anything. Yeah, obviously. It is way better than I expected it to be. Okay. Way easier to listen to than I expected it to be. Okay. And she's got tones that I did not expect her to have. I didn't know she did the... Like deep stuff? I didn't know... Well, the deep stuff, and I didn't know she did the... Uh, I like to call it the... Uh, fuck, what's a, that band's name? The... Uh, oh, uh, Molly Hatchet? Yeah, the Molly Hatchet tone. I would call it a Stevie Wonder, because he would do that a lot. Yeah, like, that works too. Yeah. for the city! Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she did the Stevie Wonder tone mm-hmm. so i was a little shocked by that she used to have more power and she's very the, talented the lower registers now she just hangs out in a high like breathier like because ah, it's uh, easier uh, yeah that's fine but, i guess she's yeah. still making music super talented thank you i appreciate that <laughs> not that it's i have anything to do with it but for you to be able to see it and you're not just like yeah this is just total fucking garbage just because clearly the songs are totally not your bag and shit like that no and i definitely have to it definitely took so far i'm getting kind of into the end of this podcast you're already fine. by talking about all this but it definitely took this podcast for me to listen to it with a critical ear for some reason i just would have always i wouldn't even have heard any of the individual instruments mm-hmm. or anything to been able to possibly even give it a shot mm-hmm. any time in my life before. I agree. So now that I can actually like cover things with like what you think it's going to be. So you kind of just and like assume too. and you don't like really listen to it. You're and just like, too. oh, yeah, yeah. And just kind of brush it off. And I know the older I get, I know how hard it is to actually sing well. Mm-hmm. And to be able to hit notes that it actually sounds pleasing to the ear and to stay on that note. Mm-hmm. And to... 
kind of a tone that's pleasant, I so guess. For, for more like a technical standpoint. A technical like, standpoint, and it's for, you know I have trouble with women's voices. Mm-hmm. I have had no trouble with this at all. Except for the whistle. No, uh, that kind of like spends, I did say it hurts my ear earlier, but. When you said that in I was the just beginning. Being, I was just being goofy. It's impressive to me, and I agree that it's yeah, overused it's a little overused. bit. Oh, yeah. It's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, if I could fucking do it, I'd do it all the time, man. I remember being younger, and they re- there was a rumor going around, it's probably not true, but that she could either break glass or that she, excuse me, opened a garage door or something. Like the tone or pitch that she sang... Open a garage door. I'm sure none of it's true. Yeah, that doesn't sound true. But I do know what is true is that she removed her own rib so she could suck her own dick. <laughs> I'm, I know that happened. Yeah. So the thing that you were talking about earlier is actually when she goes, uh, that's yeah. what you like when she does that. All, All right, um, let's go to some... Hold on, I want to say something real quick. Okay. That whole whistle register is the same thing that uh, Maya, Rudolph, bleh, Maya Rudolph's mother, mother did, right? Love it's the same shit, right? Yeah, that like... Yeah. It's, it's an intense technique. There are other people who do it and who can use the whistle register. I've... Didn't... that? Well, we'll get into it later, but I've watched videos of people doing that. Mm-hmm. And like... That's why I've looked into... I have too, but some people look like they're like... Meant to do it? No, I mean, like, some people look like they're trying with their mouth. Like, they're making it work. Oh, yeah. But it's the whole thing where, like, they're really, like, working to make it happen. Uh-huh. happen. And, like, Mariah just, like, again... Yeah. Like, her her mouth does nothing. Yeah, it looks like it she's looks just like singing it. regular. It's crazy. It's the whole thing of, yeah, you can do it, but do you look good doing it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to someday. You look like this. <laughs> Oh, cheesy. Not me. Because <laughs> <sighs> you're dumper. a heartless motherfucker. You wouldn't even care if you were dumped. You'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'll just have another girlfriend in no time. No, I'd be emotional for a day. <laughs> and then I'd kind of forget about it by tomorrow. <laughs> do you know what the lyrics are of this? I do. Oh, so good. I really appreciated it when we watched it earlier, uh-huh. and Mariah turned around and watched him. Uh-huh. It wasn't... She She also wanted to see them yeah. do it. She didn't stand up front, like, getting the glory. She, she was like, yeah. everybody look and watch. Uh-huh. She definitely didn't have much of an ego at this point, because she was still trying does to she, prove herself. Does she now, or does she just getting lost in the fucking... I think, yeah, I think she has an ego. And people have told her that she's great, but she doesn't stop working. That's the thing. Like, she might for her, have an one. ego or whatever, but she's never stopped working. She's, like, the she's the greatest-selling female, like, solo female artist of all fucking time. Oh, so people need to be forgetting about Beyonce. Beyonce, who was also heavily inspired by Mariah, but went in a different direction. So she outsells Beyonce, though? She has an over her time, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Beyonce overtakes eventually that overtakes it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. I think that's just because there's more people. But Mariah's had 15 number or f- 15 albums. I don't know how many have been number one, but she's had almost 20 number one hits. 
That's pretty big. That's a huge number. I've had zero. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, clearly, I've not put anything out, but if I did, it would get nowhere. I don't have anyone who listens to this goddamn podcast, let alone <laughs> <laughs> listen to any music I make. We've performed live for years now, and I don't have fucking family go and see me. I barely have friends. I barely have friends. <laughs> That's my I'm life, your guys. <laughs> I know, and you're my husband. Yay. That's getting two birds stoned at once. Literally. I appreciate the upbeat groove on this. Yeah. Do you hear the slap bass? I do. Pretty heavily, actually. Okay. I, I like the oh. attitude. Do it, do it. Sing. Me? Yeah, go. But when you're down in your time of need And you're thinking how you might be coming back to own me (laughs) That's me saying, sing. Yeah, go. Beautiful addition. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I made it all better, for sure. So when we're watching this... I gotta bring up two things. Okay. One, the drummer has his drums at an angle that are unplayable, and <laughs> yeah, I don't it, understand. It bothered it. you it, through the whole. Every thing. time they show the drums, I got angry. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna go into detail on that one. <laughs> two, the white mustached man in the front row, okay, jamming and clapping during this thing. Oh yeah. Made my whole he experience. He looked so fucking early '90s. He was too. so happy though. He was so happy to be in front row. And I guarantee, like I said during watching it, every single one of those people in the front row makes more money than both of you and I oh, in yeah. one year than we will in our entire lives. So what I, um... I'll let the song end as it does. Um, so you're literally whistling and then getting it a tone? Yeah, it's like in a whistle register in your, uh, in your head. Ooh. That comes out. I don't really understand. So your it. head probably fucking vibrates like crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I forgot. As soon as I, uh, as soon Stopped as I had song. it and said it, I said something about it. I fucking lost it, and it sucks because it was a uh, a gold mine. Interesting. Um, yeah, I do think it's interesting that this was. Uh, definitely put out it um as an album anyway i know we already talked about that just because it's small just because it's short and like oh now i remember what i was gonna say um but this is actually why this is what i read so and i think i told you i don't think i said it on the podcast so this was at the time that it was out um played more than any mtv unplugged i guess they had they had a thing where they'd play it like six or so times a month, I think. Like once they originally aired it, they would reshow it, which is something that's way more common now. They just reshow everything all the time. But I think there were requests for it. And by the end of the month, they I think it was like three times what they would normally play. It, they had this played in a month. So people were requesting that MTV just keep showing this. And it became just really big for her. People had a demand for Mariah. Well, and MTV had the supply. She did a really good job. People doubted her, and then she did this, and it was great. My mom's second husband um, 
I remember going through his albums and he had this album. And I remember being like, whoa, like, that's crazy. Like a man who appreciates her talent. And I think it kind of like helped me get into it more because he had stuff that I didn't have. <laughs> so then I would just, when I would go over there, I would listen to his Mariah Carey tapes. <clears throat> talking about Phil. No, they weren't married. They were uh, engaged. This was the guy whose face I covered up with a Garfield sticker. <laughs> On what? On a picture. He talked like this. He lived in Kentucky. He still exists. His name is Bill. Fucking hillbilly? Yeah, but didn't live on a farm. Just uh, had bad teeth and didn't talk well. <laughs> Hopefully he that's didn't changed talk good. He did not talk good. So uh, let's go into this next song, and then uh, I think we're going to have to take a break here. Sounds afterwards. good to me. Um, we're going to get into her first single from her first album, which I think she might even tell you, Vision of Love. Okay. This next song was my first single. She definitely does. Ever. Ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's so innocent in this. Mm-hmm. Super was, uh, innocent. Was she in an abusive, a physically abusive relationship? No, not at all. Emotionally abusive? Just very controlling. Financially and abusive? Not to my knowledge. He's rich as fuck. He's uh, the, like the head of Sony Records. As in like holding things over her head, like holding her salary over her head and things like that. Maybe. I don't remember parts like that. I just know that he didn't, he would control like what she would wear and didn't want her to work with certain people and do certain music that she wanted to. So then there, she would start to like make decisions without him and it would oh, fucking fuck. piss him off and they would just fight all the time, I guess. And it, uh, it didn't end well. And they still had to uh, technically kind of work together. Like, not together, but he would still have to, like, review her shit before it came out. That'd be so crazy to have to do. And still have to get, like, approval from him through everything. So then he started, like, he fucking hated her because they were going through a divorce. So, or, like, after their divorce, that, that time, that chunk of time. So he made things hard for her. And then she had that breakdown. I wonder That's, if that had anything to do with it. It had to. Well, and glitter bombed. And she had glitter never had. <laughs> she had never had a bomb. And anything that she had done before. But that was. There were songs on there that were jeopardized specifically by him to pump up Jennifer Lopez's career. So he kind of. He had a hand in fucking her over on that album. He tried really hard to sabotage her, yes. That's weird, because it's... As a person who's married and, like, wants the best for you and you just be happy, if you were making things like music, and you're like, hey, I'm wanting to get into this different kind of style. I'm like, you know, I kind of want to do this. You'd be like, well, if that's what you want to do, well, let's do it. Yeah, but he's and he had the resources. Just a controlling person. He probably he's probably just an old. Is this the guy that you said Much was older like a racist her. too? That's what Michael Jackson. What was said. his name? Tony Marcotti. What was his? Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola. Head of Sony so Records. So he was probably just an old racist who was like, "No, we can't. We can't be having this. We can't be going towards these kinds of musics." Yeah, he was a little more hesitant to to do the uh, 
the big opening of hip hop and stuff mixing with pop music and Mariah Carey is supposedly uh, part of a pioneer of uh, doing that there's a certain song that came out and she added Old Dirty Bastard to a remix and it was like a huge fucking deal and music and all of a sudden you started hearing hip hop on like pop records and R&B shit and like there started being more of like a, a mix within popular music and she helped do that. And that was going to be inevitable. Why wouldn't you, if you're like head of some music career and potential other music careers, you'd think, and especially helps J-Lo, who definitely has a, I don't know. Doesn't have as good of a voice, that's for fucking sure. Like, it just boggles my mind that being in a creative world, if somebody wants to do something, you just don't feel like, okay. Especially if they've um, shown success. But I think he wanted to prove that, like, she couldn't do, like, it was him who was in control of her. Like, he created her is kind of what he wanted. And she was just like, no, motherfucker. Like, I'm a human being. So. It was almost an Ike and Tina Turner situation. She but, wasn't going to let that happen. But no. Take out the fist. Physical. Yeah. Because they weren't really married that long. Who? Mariah and Tommy. Oh. How long? I thought you said like, 10 years. No, it was like four or five years. Oh, okay. Her and that Walter guy for uh, about a decade oh, were okay. collaborators that's, on albums. That's what I. Yes, that's what I put together. So, um, it I can't find a lot of covers of Mariah Carey songs. Yeah. Um, this early in her career, um, and I don't really know if at all, and if if at all, it's going to mostly be women trying to sing like Mariah Carey. Yeah. Um, but I found this in. This is by someone. This is just something that I found on here. By Bertrand Bergelot. They covered Vision of Love. I thought we could check it out. Sounds not American. It sounds like driving at 422 in the morning. And you've accidentally hit upon some independent college radio station. And you're so tired you can barely keep your eyes open. Yeah. You might be intoxicated, you might not be. But, and then, and then you just... I, you know what? Hearing this guy's version, I could hear this song as like a... Almost, I don't know, like an acoustic song. Like it a, sounds totally different. Like an actual folk song. I want to hear the chorus again. That The chorus sold me. It definitely sounds totally different. So, I mean, I applaud him for doing his own fucking thing with it, that's for sure. But it's still recognizable if you know the words. Vision of love. Sounds really psychedelic. It is. What's this guy's name? Bertrand? Bertrand Bergelot. Is it Bergelo? Maybe. But it's. Like Deuce Bigelow? (laughs) It's L A T at the end, so. Is it Rob Schneider? 
Yeah, I felt like I definitely went back in time for that. Interesting. It was it was definitely interesting. Very it's kind interesting. of not what I was expecting, to not be quite all. honest with you. It remind uh, me of those, what's that one guy that makes all those movies like Life Aquatic? Oh, and, yeah, uh, I was just, I, that's exactly who I was thinking of. Uh, he did like uh, Royal West Tenenbaums. Thomas Anderson or whatever, something yes, like that. Yes, West Thomas Anderson. Yeah, that's, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, I would say that's pretty fucking Bill accurate. Murray was walking by in a rain suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Willem Dafoe was yelling. Willem Dafoe? Yeah, with his huge penis. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Did you know that? I've heard things. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't care. I want to take a break. When he played Jesus, it flopped out of the diaper. Jesus wears a diaper. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Don't you just love the taste of food, but hate the labor-intensive task that it is to eat? Do you find yourself exhausted before, during, and especially after feeding yourself? Burning calories is for jerk-off go-getters and overachievers, and sweating by choice is for straight-up assholes. If you've got the money, you need a feeder, honey. A feeder honey is a dynamite broad willing to move in with you and spoon feed you as many times a day as you want. You need to save your energy for digestion, so hire a feeder honey for aided ingestion. Want your broad to wear a clown costume and sing you old spirituals while forking you your morning linguine? Would you prefer your feeder honey to be a slingshot extraordinaire who can shoot Vienna sausages into your mouth on demand from anywhere within your home? We have a wide range of skilled honeys ready to serve you fatties your food day and night so you never have to lift a spoon again. Call us now at 1-800-FAT-FACE. That's 1-800-F-A-T-F-A-C-E. And find your perfect feeder honey today. The world is your burrito. Presenting to you! Dude, here's your beer. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, man. I can't believe it, dude. I know. Slayer on Monday. Yeah. Decapitated on Thursday. Yeah. And now we're here. I know, man. I'm so fucking stoked. Dude, when this kicks off, I'm totally opening up the pit. Oh, I'm right behind you, man. Oh, Brothers sweet. in fucking pits, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro, yeah. Oh, shit, man. You want to smoke that joint? Yeah, 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 I do. Cool, cool. All right, hold on. All right. All right, here you go, bro. Thanks, man. Thanks. Hey! Hey! hey. Oh, I'm shit. security. You can't do that in here. Run, dude, run! Hey, stop! <laughs> Fuck the police. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so close. I know, man. That was crazy. Oh, dude, I think the concert's going to start. Oh, shit! You gonna still start the pet with me, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's do this. You. 
She is a fucking. <sighs> what? What? Ariana Grande is just not my cup of tea. You crazy girl. People say things about how she's a uh, <sighs> like a Mariah Carey ripoff sort of thing, and uh, I don't know if I necessarily say that because I don't think her voice is anything like Mariah's. She just sounds like a whiny I mean, little girl. People to me. say she's just a Mariah Carey ripoff because she sings. Because she sings and she's always loved Mariah Carey and she can hit high notes. And Everybody's a ripoff of everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to get over that fucking everybody shit. Everybody needs the most to get part. over it and just rip that shit off and get over it. Everybody's a ripoff of everybody. And everybody that's all worried about that shit doesn't do anything, man. You know what they're doing right now? They're mowing the lawn. They're listening to other people come original and they're not coming original themselves. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell just happened? I'm throwing a fit and <laughs> clanking aluminum together. Did, did you just play a carnival game in this room? I, yeah, because I won a prize. Nice. What'd you win? A booger. Oh, you want me to give it to you? Mm, it's not supposed to come from me, so I don't know where else it's supposed to come from. There you go. That sounds pretty. So, hello, people. We are back. We yeah. are uh, we are reviewing Mariah Carey's MTV Unplugged from 1992. Make no fucking mistake about it. And I think it's... In, so, I had said earlier that, <clears throat> that I think it's interesting... That you're full of air. That it's a... Um, it's interesting that this was an album because there are so few tracks. But what's more kind of interesting is that there were actual singles released from this album because i don't think that that's actually happened before from an mtv unplugged singles that weren't already singles yes so one thing that i forgot to mention is that the second track from this if it's over which was the first ballad that we listened to yeah was the second of the two singles and that was so this came right after her second album that song was on the second album was not released on the second album, it was released the live MTV unplugged version. So that, milking that <clears throat> cow is what they call that. I think it's interesting, but there was so much of a demand for it, you they wanted well, to get too. it in people's hands. So uh, people were into it. You got to give the people what they want, what they goddamn demand. So uh, I think we should uh, get back into this. We don't have a lot left, but um, we'll be all right. We're doing fine. Let's think, do it. Let's listen. We'll be all right. Let's put our headphones on and listen. So at the time, this was uh, Mariah's new single. And this is the only time we really get... I know you had mentioned something earlier about how she has like a gospel sound. This is the only time she really talks about God. Like she doesn't really talk about God much in songs. But this is also more of like... This is also a believing in yourself. Yeah. But then like also believing in a higher power. But like... Believing in yourself as well. So it's a very positive song. Make it happen. And this next song is my latest single. She sounds like a baby. It reminds me of Michael Jackson. The softness. Timid and yeah. I wonder if those people talk soft because they don't want to ruin their voice. Maybe. I bet because she was afraid to tour because of straining. So I'm sure she also was trying to save her voice by not talking too much and just probably not feeling like she had a lot to say. Then I take back earlier what I said about people. Uh, I bet she talks with a supportive full voice. Maybe she didn't have as much of a personality at this time either. Maybe it's something she developed more over time. 
which I mean, she had been through some stuff. Like her, she has a sister who has AIDS. Still has a sister who has AIDS? Yes. She has. So really, she's gone through nothing. <laughs> no, those. She I has, didn't mean that AIDS. She has two siblings who have um, victims. Tried very hard to get money from her many times, and then she'll just be like, "No," and then they'll like talk shit about her publicly because they're kind of freeloaders, and she doesn't want to support them. She's just like, "No, I fucking work my ass off, so you guys do something." So then they talk shit about her. I wonder if she's like offered him jobs before too. Like you can work for me, at least do something. I. I don't know because I think her sister I think her sister used to be on drugs and was like really promiscuous and stuff maybe even a little bit of prostitution but I'm not sure like her sister was Whoa. her sister her older sister was a little rough Jeez, so the, that kind of also made her be a little more abstinent Throughout the outside of marriage could be wrong about that but i know that i mean there's her i know her sister looked crazy compared to her this sister to be crazy and then once handouts later that's gotta suck that's always been a fear of mine like every time i'm like if i won the lottery blah 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 but it's always immediately overshadowed by like yeah but then people who don't give a fuck about me would crawl out of the woodwork i think that's a lot of people's fears and it's very valid. Yeah. Because. Because I would take that money to move away from everyone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Make it happen. Make it happen. I bet the um, bridge of this song is what you were talking about when you were kind of surprised. Because I would say, because my reference is Stevie Wonder, who I think she kind of uh, sings like. I don't. There's a few times where she just it's right here. Right she just does more of like the growl. Yeah. It's more of the breakdown. Maybe not as much as I thought it was going to be. I thought she was going to do that more, but... She did it a lot, though, still. That... There was one time where it sounded like it almost hurt. Make it happen. Motherfuckers, make it happen. Yeah, this song actually is a... I actually like this song quite a bit, because it's got a good groove, even though like I don't really care about the lyrics so much. It reminds me of like a uh, Gloria Stefan song. Yeah, it has that energy. I would agree, actually. Miami Sound Machine. Miami Sound Machine. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Who's the other Miami band? I don't know. There are a lot of Miami bands, but that was nice, Wheezy. Did you hear my throat? Are you moving on up? That was ridiculous. Who? uh, I don't know. um, (laughs) There were fucking penny on the tracks on that one and i ran over it with my big ass because <laughs> technically there's there's one front of a train there's the, the car front, in front which would and be then called the head everything else is behind it 
I mean, you have like the very, the end car. Which is the foot. The foot? <laughs> yeah. The head and the foot. So everything in between is technically the ass. Because it's not the front. Yeah, you can have anywhere from two to 72 asses. Mm-hmm. And just, that's train talk. Just dragging that train ass. Trains. Planes. And automobiles. Well, it's a funny movie. It sure was. But it's I was going to say trains that and automobiles. I'm, I'm putting out a divide here. While I'm not trying to make fun of it, to me, being interested in trains is a very strange hobby. Yes. I'm not making fun of it either. I've never... I mean, yeah, I don't really get it because all they really do is they just haul stuff, either people <laughs> or things. I, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's get, if you get into like the actual mechanics, then you would be like, well, no, you got to. And I'm sure that, that's probably part the, of it. It's got to be because I, I was never into it as a kid either. I think that's where it gets you. Well, on a big ass metal train, though, <clears throat> when you see it kind of starting. Or you see it. I mean, it catches my eye. It's always like, it's oh, there's neat. a train. It's cool. It's just... I like looking at the graffiti on the train nowadays, though. <laughs> I, oh, I do like train graffiti because if you got to wait in traffic mm-hmm. for a train to go by, you can at least stare at the do. graffiti as it goes mm-hmm. by. But um, I guess it's a difference of if you were a kid and it grabbed you then. Because I had a train set when I was a kid and I was never really like... Let's get the fucking train set out. Let's do this. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, but my assumption is that it would carry over from childhood. It's got to. I was never excited by it. Unless you're just into the mechanics as an I adult. Guess. I remember liking a little train at some like Discovery Zone kids place. It had a little train like you could ride. A little train. And that was fun. Hello, train. You know what? I'm taking back all this. If I could have a train right now in this house that I could ride around. Come on, ride a train. And it would play that song constantly. I'd have it. I'd take everything back I said about trains. Trains are the shit. It's a choo-choo train. I rode a bigger train, too. And I do. It's up to you. I don't know that That's song Thomas the Train. Oh, I hated that fucking show. He was always trying. He never gave up. I, Except for all of the times that he gave up and someone had to talk him into trying again. And he got like a sad face, right? And he'd be like, bling, bling. I'm a train with a face. I fucking hated that shit. Oh, Sam's getting mad. Yeah, I am. You got me fired up about Thomas the Tank Engine. Where That's did the train is, right? talk come from? Why are we talking trains? I don't remember. <laughs> Let's stop talking about trains. Oh, it's right. the most boring fucking thing ever. So we're going to go on to the next song, which... Was the first single. Um, This song, I'm surprised, was a single, but it was huge for her. And as it should have been, because she sounds completely incredible in this song. And so does uh, Trey Lorenz, who is featured. He is one of her longtime backup singers. He still is a backup singer for her. 
So it has been for fucking decades now. Um, and he has a voice of an angel. Uh, I'll be there. And I learned how to talk from him too. song is done so well i'm not usually like a huge huge cover fan especially when it's from someone who i love so much and musically i've loved michael jackson forever but i think that this this is probably the best cover that i can think of right now of a song that i'm familiar with i think this i think they fucking murder this how much do you think they practiced for this what I read was they actually decided this the night before and they only practiced it a few times. Nice. So it was, yeah, it was thrown in just to, like, hey, we gotta do a cover. Because people usually do a cover, I guess, on MTV Unplugged. Huh. <clears throat> or was it oh lack God. of material, too? Trailer runs, yeah. I read that. Or she just, like, wasn't sure what to do. This is beautiful. Wait, they took. They took out the Mariah thing when she's like, Trey Loran, sing. There were some things that they took out, yeah. There were definitely what? some editing from the video, actually, because there were some like extra vocals and stuff, like some extra things that were said here and there or whatever that were taken out to clean it up because That's Tommy Matola had to have it squeaky clean. Tommy Calzone didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Because yeah, I found that part very endearing. And it was like, cool to see a relationship. And uh-huh. again, harking back to what I said earlier about yeah. her watching the girls sing, giving credit to another singer. Like, I liked, I really liked her going, hey, you sing. Like, what's his name? Tommy Ladrenz? Trey Lorenz. Oh. What was the husband's name? Tommy Matola. I can't remember any of these people's names. This is a man. He's about to hit some incredible fucking notes. Yeah, he's doing that whistle singing, right? No. Just falsetto. You don't think... (laughs) I think that was just... I think think he can just do that? I think he can just do that. I think he's just incredible. So, if you can do that, you have a career. Because turns out I've been able to have a career this whole time. Oh my god! So I didn't know. I did have to look up. <laughs> Don't give me anything on that. You're just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I kind of. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be something ridiculous. And it's gonna go nowhere. Check it so out. yeah, I'm shutting you down. Yeah. It was gorgeous. But apparently he did at least put out some albums. I don't know if he had any popularity because I've never heard of Trailer Ends outside of Mariah Carey. Beautiful vocal control. I don't want to take away from her. There she goes doing the uh, 
growl, baby. Yeah. The Molly Hatchet. Yeah, Molly Hatchet started that. Definitely Absolutely. no one with soul. What's a soul anyway? Bin. Bin. she regrets singing this song now absolutely never she loves it will never not love it she knew michael her and trey actually sang this at michael's funeral really they did because michael loved mariah yeah he thought she was great so it's probably fair to play (laughs) the cover of this mariah carey song which is the jackson five one (laughs) just kidding just so different i just i had to Little Michael is different. He's an innocent He's little boy. An innocent little boy. I would have killed this. Sounded like him. It sounds like you just want to kill people. You know, I you wanna, can just do that. I right? want to kill people and be a better singer. I have two goals in life. Well, you can just kill people and then take lessons <laughs> on killing people better, and then once you get better at killing people and you can like fit it better in your time then you can take singing lessons and improve your voice this song also jams this so song's Trey Lorenz right there too right no he doesn't sing as good as Trey Lorenz what I'll be your strength I wish I had um just don't give me a shout honey queued up but i don't um <laughs> but i fucking yeah you do a pretty funny <laughs> kid michael jackson impression Ooh. so you, um you know it you know it like the back of your hand i do so um again speaking about trey lorenz uh because i keep bringing him up because i think he's right? just amazing um <clears throat> however i had my n- god you are full you have no idea the you? first half of this podcast what was coming out of the other side of me. I have an as idea. As well as this side of me. As well as my dick sucking hole. You're a so, regular Grandpa Joe drinking. I am not a fucking freeloader fizzle. living in a goddamn bed making. Give the man a break. He was a piece of shit. Give the man a break. He could walk break. the whole time. It took a Why candy would he? bar. He didn't have chocolate to look forward to. He would just got up and had water soup. And you know what water soup is? It's fucking water. He could have done something to get them bread every day. <laughs> with those fucking legs that work just fine. That lazy sack of shit. Fuck you, Grandpa Joe. I have so much to say about you, but I'm not going to because we're not talking about you. I swear one time Ken's mom served me water soup. It has just like straight water with like... A carrot and a celery in it. And like a bouillon cube. No, I don't remember any actual like broth flavor or any broth look to it. I just remember being like hot water with a couple of vegetables in it. That sounds disgusting. It, I uh, I secretly poured <laughs> the water in the toilet and threw the vegetables away because it was awful. And then told him I ate it. And then I went home later and I ate real food. Okay. Pizza rolls. I was going to say, bites. what was it going to be? Fucking ramen noodles. 
Okay, so again, back to Trey Lorenz. Fuck that guy. He apparently has put out some albums. He did a song on the Men in Black soundtrack that I want to hear. Me too. Holy shit, this is not what I expected. It's called Make You Happy. This is exactly what I expected. I think he was wearing a leather jacket when he recorded this too? No, he was wearing a shirt without sleeves. He wasn't wearing a shirt at all. That's what I'm imagining. This is so 90s R&B. Yeah, and I hope it actually showcases his voice because right now it's not... Not at all, not knowing what he can do. He's got more of a graggle to his voice than I expected. This is insanely 90s. Ooh, it's generic as fuck. I can see Kel singing and dancing doing this. Drinking fucking orange soda and jumping off the walls. Yeah, that was not as good. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I guess I do understand why he's still just a backup singer. Whoa, you listen to one song. I know. Now, okay, now in the future. Guess, <laughs> guess what kidding. album I'm choosing I'm next, Michelle? Kidding. I'm going to tell you what my early choice is. Kidding. Whatever that album is, trailer is. <laughs> it's the Men in Black soundtrack. Okay, we listen to the Men in Black soundtrack. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was on the Men in Black soundtrack? Yes. What a weak song to put on the Men in Black soundtrack. It's very unusual. I was trying to find some sort of connection, but could not. I wonder where that is in the movie or if it's one of those songs that wasn't actually in the movie. It just plays, it's like the second song during the credits. It's not even the song yeah, yeah, that yeah, people yeah. hear when they're walking out of the theater. Yeah, yeah. It starts when you see the second gaffer scroll up. Mm-hmm. Second gaffer. Starts getting into like the Roy super Robinson. production. <laughs> super production. Jerry Stevenheim. The fucking boom mic holders. Barry Batonomic. Michael Guggenheimer. So we have one more song. Are you ready for this? I'm absolutely ready. To get it over with. All right. Last song. Can't let go. Because you'll fall. This is about her mommy, right? No. Oh, what? Where did that come from? No. Her mom's still alive. I guess that means I'm going to do this one for you. We're done with the show, but... I could have sworn something was said. I told you on the Hanson episode that the last... Second to last song was about their grandma. Let's say that it was that. Are you are you thinking about Hanson? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Just can't stop. Thank you. <sighs> Roll into one sweet last uh, super vocally driven tune. Do you think she actually didn't expect to do this song? I think it was up in the air based on time. She may have thought in her head that she didn't have time to do it, and then they just kind of rushed into it, is what I assume. I bet Walter was like, we're doing it. <laughs> and he just started playing it. See, oh, Walter, like this song. Walter and Tommy Mozzarella. Yeah. What was his name? Tommy Mozzarella. Okay, Tommy Mozzarella. They worked together to control 
That's why eventually Mariah Carey had to get the fuck out of both of those relationships. It did. I wonder if he was connected to Tommy because when she broke with Tommy, she stopped working with Walter. Probably. Tommy. Because he had a hand in helping her write or writing up big ballady songs with her. Yeah. Tommy Stromboli was probably like, listen up, man. If you want a fucking paycheck. You're not going to help her out. You're going to sabotage her from the inside out. She called you a dickhead. J-Lo to sabotage her career. That's so weird. I didn't know J-Lo and Mariah Carey had anything. J-Lo has nothing against Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, I think, is maybe a little petty. Unneedlessly bitter towards her. I don't think it's J-Lo's fault. You can't be mad at the hammer. But I think that's why she doesn't actually talk shit. She just says... I don't know her and just lets it go at that because they'll be like what do you mean she's just like I don't know her I've never and it's true she's never actually met I mean she doesn't really know her as a person she's technically not lying that's bullshit I have pictures of them at Mar-a-Lago Mariah I was trying to remember what video I always watched of Mariah Carey. It was probably that beach one you were talking about, right? Maybe. That or it was Heartbreaker, where it was like there's an animated thing and she was in a movie theater. I don't remember. Which one was more touch my wienerable? The beach one for sure. Then it was probably that one. There was a time, which doesn't exist anymore, where at my age, I had to watch videos and stuff to get the material. Yeah, I had to watch movies that were just readily available to me, so I understand. (laughs) Now you can just go to www.jackmycock.com and you're already there. Jackmycock.com. That's pretty offensive. Right? Not to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She's so goddamn adorable. Thank you so much for coming. Young, dumb, and ready for cum. I'm telling you. <laughs> Fill her up. Fill <laughs> no, her she up. She's not a Fill f- her up. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a filler-up kind. She's like a on-the-face kind of girl. And then she laughs afterwards. <laughs> exactly. And then you say, now go wash up. I'm offended and disgusted. That was the goal. Wow. I have a cat that has perched himself upon my chair. He's rubbing all over you. He loves you. We get to always get a visit from Oliver the kitty. During the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hi, kitty. He's a sweetheart, and he loves you. All right. Don't ever forget it. He loves well, you. Unfortunately, I forgot it. Well, we are time shutting down. We are to, <laughs> we are to the point. It is time, is what I was going to say, but I shoved them together. It's time to do some questions. Are you ready, Sam? I am absolutely ready. All right, here we go. Ah. 
You're gonna ask some questions. I'm gonna try and answer them. And if I get them wrong, it doesn't matter because it's not a test. I'm not at school anymore. I don't go to class. I just sit around and scratch my ass. I'm Sam. And you are Michelle. You ask me questions. We're bound for hell. I'm gonna ask some questions. And we're both gonna answer. All right, that was the officially the worst one of all time. They just get worse and worse every time. They get worse and no, worse. No, I think the one with the guitar was good. I don't remember. When I'm gonna start bringing more instruments in. You don't even listen to them again, so I'm surprised you would even remember these moments that we have in here. Well, I usually am blackout drunk in here. That so makes sense. So why did I choose this? This is something that I definitely talked about earlier um i kind of don't know why i chose it it was just on a whim i couldn't figure out what i i mean it was down to the wire i couldn't decide and there are so many things that i could decide but i thought i should choose something different and it came out and uh yeah i still feel kind of scared but whatever people are just gonna not comment on it like they did the last episode and the last episode, and the last episode that they didn't like, you know, how people just don't give a shit about things. And uh, luckily, people don't actually like yell at us and are like, you guys suck or this sucks. They're just like, yeah, not really my thing. That's a, that's as much uh, negative criticism that we get. People are pretty respectful. Yeah, but remember, I asked for people to be as mean as possible. You want people to be mean to us. You're not asking for people to be. Well, I guess you don't give a shit. You uh, just. Want I don't want them to be mean to you. You're my wife. I'll defend you. No, you won't. I'll defend you with honor. I want to be as mean as you possible are the man to me. Who will fight I mean, for my honor. there's lots of things we can do here. My nose is uh, oversized. I got a gap in my teeth. It's not. I have red hair. You're prettier than you think you We're are. We're working with a lot of stuff here, people, so get to it. You're pretty ginge. You can get creative here. Let's not just make it a blanket ugly statement. Let's start picking things out here. I got this pimple on my face right now that became a huge wound. I'm 33, and I'm getting zits on my face like I rub cheeseburgers on it. And I don't. I just rub them on your insides. In my insides, yeah. yeah, makes sense. Which is affecting my outsides. Anyway, um, let's carry on. So, what do I think you thought when I gave this to you? I think you were worried. I you. I think you said that this was the thing that the first thing that like really hit you, and that's what I expected. Because the whole time, this whole week, I've just been like, oh my God, I can't believe I gave it to him. <laughs> so what was your judgment prior to actually listening to it? And then watching it since it was the experience of listening and watching. I do remember having the, the initial reaction of, Mm-hmm. But then once I listened to it the first time, I was like, oh, this is not nearly <laughs> as bad as I thought it was going to be. This is way easier. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I went with an easier time too. Yeah, I could have you definitely gone, did. If you would have gone more towards a like a poppier, like not more like more hip hop, yeah, like beat sense, mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't have been even more off my style. Yeah, so that's why I felt this was the safest route. Yeah, which is again why I chose this particular album out of all of the Mariah Carey albums I could have chosen. So, how many times did you actually listen to this? Do you know? About four, and then watch it at once. Really? 
Told you I thought you'd be surprised. Yeah, I kind of am. Because last I spoke with you, it was only two times. That's very fucking short. It's super short. So it's real easy to get through. Um, um, I will admit that one of the four times I listened to it, I skipped over the Jackson song. Oh, okay. Because I've heard that enough in time anyway. And I'm pretty sure I've heard that version It was before. Yeah, it was a single and it was... So popular. I was like, ah, I know what's going on here. I don't need to hear this again. Okay. I listen to it a lot. I don't know how many times. Sorry. I don't have a number, but I listen to it quite a lot. More than 10? Yeah. Again, it's so short. It's easy to just repeat for it's, me. It's very short. It's kind of like, remember when we did Opiate? Yes. Tools Opiate? Very short. I don't remember when we did Opiates, though. Well, of course not if you're doing them right. Sounds good to me. I don't think we've ever done opiates together. I've never done opiates, period. I smoked opium once in college. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally would. <laughs> okay. So, um, least favorite song. Do you have a list up? Do you even know oh, what any of these... Oh, my least favorite song? Yes. Yeah, I, d- I do have a list. I have a list. And I mean... I don't know if you're familiar enough with them because I assume you don't have this like written out or anything. In my two, in- well, it's a cover, so I'm allowed to go with that. Yeah. It's a tie. It's very hard for me to choose which one okay. to go with. So just tell me the two. It's fine. There are no technicalities I think, here. I think the two are I'll Be There and Can't Let Go. Okay. They're just... I'll be there. I've heard my whole fucking life, and it's never been. Yeah, one of my, it's never been a favorite Jackson song, in general. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't wasn't any better to hear Mariah Carey sing it. Mariah, I can. Am I saying the name right when I say it fast? Mariah Carey. Yeah, I think you just. <sighs> it's just hard for you for some I reason. I feel like I'm going to say Mariah Cara. Mariah Carey. Mariah Cara. So it just didn't add any. It didn't change it enough. It didn't make it any different. But I really think I have to give it more to "Can't Let Go." Okay. It's just kind of nothing there for kinda you. Dull. Yep. Okay. What about my you? least favorite is "Emotions." Interesting. It's all. I mean, Why? I like all of them, but I, I feel like that is a more polarizing song. She does. That's the song where I think she overdoes for sure and that song alone overdoes the whistle, whistle. register uh what was i gonna ask fuck i think it's just kind of more of a simple pop song without having any real substance is to it, it is it one of those situations though where you just you're just forced to pick one of your least favorite no it was pretty so, easy for me to come up with it but i mean does it count as something you'd you don't not like it. Correct. Because I wouldn't skip it. But. It's just in the guise of this. For choosing a least mm-hmm. favorite. This is the one. Yeah. Has that happened yet? Have we had a song where it's like, I really just don't like this. It has for me. I can't remember th- that Because well. like, I think that you. <laughs> I mean, of your album. <clears throat> of course, you're not going to like something I chose or. Um, I mean, because I'm just saying that there are things like Guar and stuff that there is yeah, in the song that I actually of, liked. Of course, but I mean, something that you chose. I wonder if there's... I don't know. I don't know either. I do not know, nor do I know 
what I did with the questions. Okay, here they are. <laughs> so now we are to the most favorite song. Do you know what song was the least worst for you? I think so. It's. Uh, I kind of have to listen to it. That's fine. Do what you need to do. I'm okay you tell me what yours is. So <laughs> it's not going to help you. Um, I kind of went back and forth a little bit between your two least favorite songs. <laughs> um, I've always really liked Can't Let Go. I think she it's so much better in the live version than the actual version. Um, I think her voice is amazing. But yeah, I'll be there. There's something about it where I agree that to me, it never really stood out as a favorite jackson five song it's a song that i like but it's never been huge i think mariah carey and trey lorenz give it new life that make it different to the point that their vocals that i i think they just murdered the song so their vocals they, they sing it very give well. me chills like i'll get goosebumps from this song you were very excited when it came on and i was like i was like look there's a guy wearing a leather jacket and of course it's the Trey Lorenz guy. <laughs> and you're like, that's Trey Lorenz. Well, when, He's got the voice of an angel. Well, I do have to say that when this first came on, when we first started actually viewing it, my blood was just like, I could feel it pumping inside of my body. I was so nervous. Nervous? Uh-huh. To be sitting next to me. Watching Watching it. that. Yes. It's something the animals have definitely watched with me. <laughs> just imagine... When you finally pull the trigger on that Justin Timberlake Netflix special. Dude. You're going to be You're saying mess. when I make you watch it? I've Trust me. I've fucking contemplated it. Oh, I, I know it's going to happen eventually, but you're going to be a mess. It might be the best way to do it because his band is huge. and That would be the best way to do great. it. Great. I'm not telling you to do it. No, I understand. But I think that that might be the best way because sometimes like having something visual makes it easier to digest and just like you kind of get it more from like a show perspective uh -huh. and i'm a technical guy who wants to see the drummer i want to see the horn players i want to see the hair on the fucking guitar and bass player yeah the guitar player was somehow a cross between the two uh, jail characters and Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But I mean, let's talk about like, cause she did have a, I mean, she had a band, yeah. um, but she had like 10 backup singers. Like she had so she many had fucking backup singers and uh, they're pretty good. Um, all sounded very good. Yeah. It was all very good. Um, so how old was I when I first started listening to this? It wasn't when it came out. I don't know how old I actually was when I first started listening to Mariah Carey, but this album like I said, I would have been maybe around like sixth grade or something, something in middle school whenever my mom was married to her second husband. Bill. And he had it. Bill. Um, so how did I originally feel about this? I've always loved it. Period. Always Stamped. have, always will. It's this is just for for me personally, this is a classic because I think she sounds amazing. This is before she gets, you know, I, I don't even want to say because I like stuff that she does later on, but this just is like really easy listening. This is almost like, I don't know. It's just like mom type stuff back in the day. Um, my mom didn't listen to it. My mom always said that Mariah Carey was a, a hoe. <laughs> 
So, th- but this is like classic, classic Carrie. This is classic Carrie for sure. Um, would I recommend it today? Yeah, if this type of music is your thing, uh, I would. I don't think a lot of people would necessarily respect it, but I don't know what people think. I know when I was like a teenager and stuff, and growing up and being younger, it was more common that my peers liked her and enjoyed her songs and enjoyed her voice. I don't know now. I assume people don't. I think people have been clouded by things that, you know, remember she's the weird girl that walked in with the ice cream. And she had a mental breakdown. Yeah. But she's fucking, I mean, she has like, she takes medication for a mental health issue. And mental health is something that should be taken more fucking seriously. And, and that a lot of people have. It's just that she so happens many to be people. in the public. And think about it. You're scheduled for something. You have at least 10 people relying on you to go out there so that they can make their money. It's hopefully, hopefully you have a team that is going to look at you and say, Hey, I really don't think you should go out there, but most likely you have people that just need your money and they're going to go, I don't care if she's fucking crazy right now. She needs to get out there and promote this goddamn album. Yeah. So, you know, maybe she just happened to be out in the limelight. She didn't really take a break. I think that was also part of her kind of losing it. Everybody needs a break from everything. She was just like busy for a chunk of time. And then, yeah, I just, we don't know what it's like to be in that's that part of the record industry. We don't know what it's like to be like on top and have so much expected of us and have to look a certain way and sound a certain way and not be able to have a normal life anymore and not be able to really speak for yourself. You just have to like fit within this bubble that's been built for you or else to be, (laughs) to be so popular that you actually can't go places without a team yeah. And or have to call ahead and bring a team. Like, hey, you gotta clear this store because I'm coming there and I, I really just need like some noodles. <laughs> I would say though that uh I would say again, I don't know how a lot of people feel, but she's definitely internationally known. The world knows and loves Mariah. Oh Karen. yeah, absolutely. So uh I don't know. Love her, hate her. I don't give a shit. Uh, I've always loved her. I'll always have a place in my heart for her. And I said heart because, like I said, I cut my fucking teeth on this woman. I wanted to sound like her. I thought her voice was uh, kind of like it was my thing to aspire to. She was able to do so many different things with her voice and had such a range and uh, stood out and didn't really sound quite like anyone else. And I thought that that was neat. And, uh, yeah. I felt like I've always been... I've always kind of had to be a little uh, reserved. Though. I remember having a boyfriend back in the day. And I, it was like like seventh grade, maybe? And it was really short-lived. It was nothing serious, clearly. I was in like seventh grade. And we were on the phone. Saying we weren't serious then? <laughs> we weren't together, but yeah. I would have loved it. Um, we were talking on the phone and we were going, it was like, tell me, like, what kind of music do you listen to? So Wait, we were. Seventh grade. Were we in. Would I know who this is? Yeah, but I'm not going to say who it was. Um, it was sixth or seventh, but I assume it was seventh grade. Maybe it was sixth. I don't know. Anyway. Um, 
he was like his favorite band was days of the new and i was going through my stuff and i was like uh i guessed it <laughs> you fucking you're a creep <laughs> um but yeah so his he was all into like days of the new and i was like i love mariah carey i have the most Mo- the most of my CDs are Mariah Carey CDs. Like the not the most of my CDs, but like the majority. biggest chunk. Uh, the majority ruled in Mariah Carey's favor. Um, and how did he take that? I don't know. It was over the phone. I don't think he gave a shit because we were. Co- I mean, we were fucking kids. We didn't. We weren't right for each other. It was just like <clears throat> you still yearn for him to this day. That's I'll get a hold of him for you. Definitely not true. Is he dead? No. He seems like the type that would be dead by now. Would you choose to listen to this album again? Choose to? No. Absolutely never. I'll tell you this. You could put it on without fear. Okay. You don't have to be worried. Like, Or like if a Mariah Carey song comes up on your mix, I don't think you have to jet for your phone like you would. I will. <laughs> I will continue to to jet for my phone if she ever comes up on anything. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still... But that's on you, so you know. I understand. Um, so uh, we're to the point of the podcast where uh, it's on you now, baby. We're there? We're there. I, I'm telling you my choice? Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to make a choice? Yes. This is Ooh. how this works. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do this. Okay. What's happening? What's what's happening? This is another band that be tattooed into my flesh. Ooh. Probably shouldn't have done that one, but I did it. Limp Biscuit? No, I don't have, you have a, a huge Limp Biscuit tattoo. <laughs> I have a huge Fred Durst tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's not a Limp Biscuit tattoo. You have a it's picture a Fred of Durst tattoo. Face on your uh, taint. No West Borland. There. No DJ Lethal. No DJ Jazzy Jeff. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, I'm giving you a Morbid Angel album because I gave you Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. I don't know what I don't know what Morbid Angel is. Death than, Metal, baby. Yeah, but it's other not than metal. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it. It's an ba- album called Domination. Domination. No breathing. <laughs> Never in my days have I ever put Papa Roach and Morbid Angel together. <laughs> I did that on purpose to be awful to you, and I, I apologize for that. All right. Well, that was the podcast, That right? was the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes. As always, it's much appreciated. Tell your friends. Um, tell people who you know. We uh, Say, hey, these people ramble about stuff that they don't really know what they're talking about. But it's interesting, I think. <sighs> yeah, we babble. We booble. We booble a beeble a booble. I booble. I definitely booble. I oh, booble low. You definitely booble. I booble low. I hang to and fro. I <laughs> swivel and swabble back and forth. I don't know what I'm saying. Thank you guys. My favorite for... porn star was Peter North. I know who he is. Um, who the fuck doesn't? All right, guys, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. So, um, this is 2005. Is this at the funeral? No, Michael's still alive, but her voice is not as good. Oh, yeah, 2005, I guess, yeah. But trailer ends. He doesn't quite have it as much as he did. We're supposed to be getting out of here, but 
Well, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to get out of here, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. We love you so much. Mm. I want to be more than friends. Hey, you back away from my wife. You get away from my wife. Bye, guys. Get away from my wife. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Put those headphones down and you get away from my wife.